Hello and welcome to episode two of Talking Toothbrushes. I'm John Rogers. Uh, I'm pleased tonight to have a guest with me in the studio. We have my good friend and neighbor. All right, so before we begin, how about you introduce yourself? Well, I am Professor Ivanescu, but you can call me Petro. It is Peter in yours English. Okay, okay, terrific. (sighs) Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well... I'm from uh, Benderi. This is Moldova. It's an old, old city. Okay, so it's a city in the country, country. of Moldova. Moldova. Okay, yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm from Moldova. Okay. I'm Moldovian. And do you know, neighbor, Moldovians are descendants of Romans. I did not know that. We are. We speak basically the same tongue as Romans did. For tonight's podcast, we're going to be uh, reviewing the Sunstar uh, Gum Super Tip. This is a uh, 460. Soft is there. It has multi-level cleaning. It has a multi-level bristle with a tongue cleaner. And uh, let's get into some of the other details here. Let's open it up. You can. We, this is a two-pack. So you're getting me a free brush. Free brush. Free brush. How much do I owe you? It's free. It's free. Yeah. Which color would you like? Uh, In Moldova, we like blue. Like a sky of Moldova. Blue it is. Okay. I'm going with orange. Let's let's just kind of feel the grip. See how the ergonomics feel to you. uh, You know, kind of kind of pinch it in there. I'm going to go through some of the features here again. This is this is gum, which is the main brand name. Uh, Has the the circular divisions and the and the lettering, but it's actually manufactured by Sunstar. Uh, the some of the features going to run down here. So the super tip bristles clean hard to reach surfaces. It's pretty much a given for any modern brush. Outer bristles clean the tooth surface and massage your gums. Number three raised center dome trim bristles are clinically proven to clean below the gum line where periodontal disease starts. Now, here's the question here. That has an asterisk for that because uh, it says clinically proven. So I'm going to go down. It says data on file. Hopefully that means we can trust. I'll have to look into that after the podcast. If I found out it's anything else about it, I'll come back with an addendum. How's that feel so far in your hand? How's it feel to you? It's rubbery, what I can say. And I hold it in my right hand, but you never know. There are some people who hold it in your left hand. Well, I think it depends if you're right-handed or left-handed. Yes, well, which are you? I'm right-handed. So you're holding the right hand. I'm so normal. Yeah, okay, that's good. So we're going to go to number four. Um, tongue cleaner helps remove odor-causing bacteria. So that is actually on the back of the head of the brush. Can you do that right there? So yeah, we, now you clean your tongues? Well, what, once you're done with the brushing, I think you do that. You can scrape that. Uh, it it's kind of needs built in on the other side of the bristles. And then finally, number five, comfortable and easy to hold handle. No, oh, well, we'll see what that what that states. Um, okay, so other than that, we got a patent number D six three five seven seven five. This is made in the U.S. and uh, Chicago, Illinois. Didn't you lived in Illinois for a while, didn't you? I lived. It's just too cold. There is too much snow everywhere. Did you have Did you have snow when you lived in Moldova? There was some snow, but not too much. You know, Moldova is just like California. We grow vine there, we grow corn, we don't have much snow. And in Illinois, 
There is lots of snow, and there are Arabs everywhere. Okay, I don't know why that's negative, but... Okay, and I didn't say it's negative. They're just everywhere, like okay, snow. Okay, but why did you bring it up? I don't know. You're complaining, you're, I... you're complaining about the snow. And so, we've got the grip. Everything's testing out. Okay, let's um, kind of just give it a quick quick dry brush. Feel how the, how the tensile strength feels. See how, see how it kind of roughly feels on the... Uh, you know, it's too short. What is too short? The handle is too short. Why? How far of a handle do you need? Why can't you just grip it further down? It's just too short. You know, we simple working people, we have broad hands. Okay. And this is just too short. It's too small. It's too small. It's not good for a working person. It's good for some academic, I don't know, who teaches. You know, you're the first guest, you're the first guest I've had on talking toothbrushes. So can you... Can you uh, tell me a little bit about what you look for in a toothbrush? I mean, you're, you're talking here about a working person's toothbrush. Can you give me an example? What, what do you use at home? What does your family like to use? My teeth are healthy, my gums are healthy, and you say you clean your tongue? What's my favorite toothbrush? I don't know, a cheap one. I like the cheap one. They work okay for you? They work nice. I brush occasionally with more expensive one, the one that my dentist gives me. Okay. But it's not important for me. Fair enough. All right, do you usually do a combination? Are you somebody who flosses before or after you brush? You know, my dentist, you know him. He's Yosef from Russia. He always say you have to br- brush your teeth and then floss your teeth and brush your teeth and floss your teeth. I would say it's a bad idea to floss your teeth. Give us, give us a reason. Well, that's very easy. You know, when you're flossing, you're creating small, small punctures, like small wounds in your mouth. Yes? Where? Like between the teeth. You're flossing, flossing, and there are bleed coming. That's only if you don't floss regularly. But if you start flossing regularly, it'll, uh, it'll, it'll toughen up the gums. But still, blood comes, that means you have an open wound in your mouth. And you know what? Open wound is a gate for any disease. Well, uh, maybe going a little extreme, but I, I get the point. But that's why we, we, we floss, toughen up the gums so you don't get the wounds from eating normal food. That's you know, not, that's you have thing to, you have to think eat about. good food so you won't have any decay. Like good, hearty food. Like we in Moldova, we eat only good food. And no decay, no floss. No, no one flosses in Moldova. We don't floss in our family, and we're fine. But why did you get the bad teeth? It's communist. Oh, okay, you had to purge the mouth. No, bit. no, just communist. When communists came, we didn't have good food. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. before there was Germans, oh, okay. we also didn't have good food. Hmm. And before there were Russians, and we also didn't go, who didn't have a good food. Can you tell us a little bit about the Moldovan diet? What, what do you, what do you guys normally eat that you think is is good for dental health? This may be of interest to the listeners. Maybe they could adopt some Moldovan cuisine into their family's diet. Well, we are like Romans. We start with eggs, if we have eggs. Because under communist, we didn't have eggs. And we drink lots of red wine because this is what Moldova is famous for. We are making good red wines and lots of lots of corn products. And if you are able to find, you get some pig, like pig sausage. 
So do you eat a lot of beets in Moldova? No, we're not Russia to eat beets. Oh, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying you're Russian. I'm sorry. It's I Moldova. Just, I thought maybe regionally. It's it south. You know, it's warm. It's lots of sun. Yeah. In Moldova, only pigs eat beets. Pork, you know. That's great. So, I'm not sure how much of that's going to be adaptable, but I guess just listeners out there who are interested to eat more eggs. Get more, get more eggs in the diet, I guess. It's good protein for you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It, you know, and it's, it's not hard on the teeth. Let's get into, let's try the brush out. And then afterwards, we'll talk about the brush and uh, see where things go. See how we feel about it. Okay. So what we're going to do is uh, first get, get the brush a little wet. Um, let's see what we got here. Here we go. Get a little, little water there. Oh, and then uh, just a little toothpaste for you. We're again, uh, today we're going to try some Crest whole care uh, kind of thing here. We're not actually just Crest plain fluoride protection. We're not doing anything fancy. We really want to get to the, the core of the brush. We don't want anything to kind of mask to, to mask it, you know, give it a biased review. So you, you don't have to get too close. But basically, yeah, the point here is I want you to brush your teeth thoroughly and then let, let, let the listeners know what you think about the brush. You know what my mother used to say? And she was a simple country peasant woman, basically a serf. She said that Moldova is a motherland of all orchards or not. And people who live there, they just can't tell you lies. So I'm telling you, this is not your lawn mower. But you can use it to mow my lawn. So if, if let's back up a little bit. If you, you, your mother says that Moldova is the motherland of all orchards. Yes. That means there's like a gardening thing in your blood. It's just gardening and, you know, plants Then why aren't you Why aren't you mowing your own lawn? I am a professor. Don't forget oh. about this. I can't mow my own lawn. What people would think about me? It's very class-based for, a, for a, uh, somebody who says a country is so rooted in, in a hard work ethic and, you know, peasants, serfs, and throwing I'm off the upper peasant. class. I'm not a peasant. I graduated from technicum. I was teaching in Bindere College. I was teaching literature. And I was teaching... And you know what? Moldova is the country of all literature. It's a motherland of all literature. Because you know why? Because we are Romans. And so you can say, Homer, it's us. And Vigil is us. And... Um, What's this guy who was sent to Black Sea? It's also us. We are all, we are all around the world. So when I start teaching a course to my students, I always start from basic. Everything good in literature in the world is Moldovian. Everything that's not good, it's English. Okay, well that raises a, a few things. Uh, first, a lot of professors in the United States mow their lawn. Their own lawn. So what? Uh, that doesn't make sense. Why you would mow your own lawn? Because in Moldova, only peasants mow the lawn. Yeah, but you're not in Moldova. 
You know, when I came to Moldova, I came with my cousin. Yeah. His name is Andrei. Yeah. And Andrei also graduated from Technicum. And he has engineering degree. And you know, he used to make fun of me. So let's talk a little bit more about yourself. Like, why did you come to the U.S.? You say you're a professor. You're a professor. You, you, I'm you... a professor at Technicum. Okay, I don't know what that is, but you're, you're a professor. You've it's got a you've university, got a degree. But it's smaller. You've got a degree, though. I have you've a, got degree. a degree. So why why are you not teaching? Why are you not living in Moldova? Why are you, what made you come to the U.S.? Why are you not teaching? And uh, what, t- tell us a little bit about yourself while we're we're hanging out here. You know what? I will tell you something. When I came to this country with my brother, and his name is Andrei, hmm. he said, oh, ha, ha, ha. Wait, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Have, have I met Andrei? Was he at the barbecue last summer? Yeah, we had some pork. We had some pork roasted on fire, okay. Moldavian way. Was he, was he the guy with the, with the black hair was kind of combed this way? Oh, he has no hair, basically. He's pretty much bald. Well, who is that guy? I don't know. Some jerk from around. He's a jerk. Why is he at your barbecue? It's not a barbecue. It's a community event. You know, we're a small community. We just can't say, hey, you're a jerk. Oh, so it's just like... You the just Mo- have to embrace you, Moldavian. The, the Moldovan community yes. is coming over. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. Andre, okay, keep so going. So Andre yeah. said, you will be mowing lawns, and I will be working wow. at Microsoft. And he laughed. Ha, ha, ha. And you know what? He does work at Microsoft. But you're not mowing lawns. I'm driving. I'm independent. But in Moldova, I was a professor. So that, but that raises the question, why leave Moldova if you're a professor? Oh. What's the advantage? It's a dirty hole, I must say. It's a dirty hole. Okay, let me just refresh everything for the listener here. You were a professor in Moldova. At a technicum. Uh, okay. And it was, uh, you say it was, a, it was a kind of a difficult, difficult thing. So that you came to the U.S. But can you describe more about it? What was so difficult about it? Or what, what was good about the U.S.? What made you move to here, to the west coast of the United States? In well, actually, you went first to Chicago. Right. I'm off to Chicago. Lots, lots of snow. Lots of snow. Yeah, Too much snow. And then you came to Eastern Washington. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about, about what motivated all that. It's just, it's just curious what it would take someone, for me, I can tell you, so from someone, I, I grew up mostly, you know, near the Cincinnati area, and to move all the way over here to, to uh, Eastern Washington, you know, we're about an hour away from Spokane, that's it, a, it's a, heck of a, lot of, a heck of a lot of energy, but I can't even imagine what it would be like making the jump all the way over the Atlantic, you know. And plus, you've got you to go well, over part of Europe. I jump, I take a plane, obviously. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, well, you get my point, though. What's the, what, what, what would prompt somebody, somebody to do that? Oh, okay. I was born in Bendere. I was educated in Chisinau. And then I moved to the United States. You know why? I taught a school, and all my students were lazy, and they were dumb. And I try to talk about Omer and Vigil, and you know what? They don't know who they are. And I say, this is your stuff. This is your heritage. We Moldovians, we're descendants of Romans. You should know it by heart. And you know what? They just smoke their grass, and that's it. And drink their cheap red wine. 
Well, no, well, they ruined well, everything. They ruined everything. Well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. You shouldn't be. I don't think you should. You should go there. I don't think you you can make that kind of a, a judgment without all the facts. That's some that's some dangerous, some dangerous stuff. And I want to say the podcast also here. We we don't want to. We don't endorse things like that. So let's let's get away from blaming. We want to get away from blaming other people. So you are in school. You're a professor, and yes. your students, your students are lazy. Students are lazy. Yeah, and then uh, okay. So what made you though make the jump to the U.S.? Why come? Why come here? Do you know how much they pay at school? Uh, basically nothing. Yes, you say peanuts. Peanuts, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, Moldova is a rich country, but it's very poor. Mm. Moldova is always under somebody. And first there are Romanians. And before them, Turks, and then Russians, and then Germans, and then Russians again. And so as soon as Soviet Union collapsed, I decided, well, not so long ago we were under Russians. That means soon we will be under Germans. Mm-hmm. And I decided it's time to go. When was it? When did you make the move over here? Because I've known you. I've lived here for around four or five years, and you've been my neighbor for at least four of those years. So what, when did you make the move over to the, the Midwest, to the Illinois area? It was, it was early 90s, just before the Civil War in Moldova. Okay. Yes, because there were you no know, Russians and Moldovians and they're fighting and killing each other. I'm not crazy to fight with them. So I moved. I moved here. I moved here. That's probably a good idea. Oh. I moved to Chicago, and I don't like this Chicago. What, Chicago. What's wrong with Chicago? It's cold. It's just so cold. How do people even live there? So why did you choose to move to Chicago from the first place when you came over to the U.S.? Why did you go to Chicago? Why not? Oh, I else? knew only two sounds, towns in, uh, in America. One was <laughs> New York, another was Chicago. Wow, and they're both pretty cold. And they're both wow. pretty cold. Uh, at least in the winter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I needed something smaller, something like my homeland. So I moved to Washington. Ah. Okay, but you're in eastern Washington. It's pretty I'm cold. Eastern. It's pretty cold here. So why did you pick a third cold environment? I don't have money to go to Seattle. It's my brother Andre who went to Seattle. And you know, he said, he will be working with Bill Gates. He will be working on Microsoft just because you finished your stupid technicum and you have engineering of agricultural machines degree, you will work at Microsoft. And he said, ha, ha, ha. But he is working there. So why don't you go move over and join him? Oh, because I hate him. He thinks he is the brains of the family. He went to this technicum, he studied agricultural machines. So he calls himself an engineer. And I studied literature. And he said, you're stupid. You're stupid. Why study literature? Why did you study literature? What got you into literature in the first place? I'm very bad at math. That's a a decent reason. And literature is good. And as I told you, since everything is written by Moldavians or Romans, because we are the same nation, there are so many good books to read. Okay, so uh, tell me a little bit about your work and what you do for a living. Tell me about your family. I have my wife and we have three kids and they are pretty stupid. Pretty stupid. And they all want to study engineering at work at Microsoft. Okay, what do you do for a living? Why don't you? I'm a driver. I drive people, I drive loads, I drive stuff and goods. 
Just give me a truck and I will drive it. <coughs> I am a driver. I drive goods. Just give me anything with wheels and I will drive it. You know, in Moldova, I used to have a horse. And I was delivering some goods here and there and everywhere. Which seems not very efficient, because I know the Moldovans got cars. Why weren't in trucks? Why were, why were you using a horse? Oh, it's... Your car doesn't eat your hay. And hay is free. Your car, it eats your gasoline. Yes? Okay. And you have to pay for this. But you don't have to pay. That's an added benefit. Yeah. So I used to have an orchard. I grew grapes. Grapes and I had homemade wine. And you can't have homemade wine in Chicago. It's just too cold. Hmm. I had a horse. I had a carriage. And you say car. Well, car stinks with gasoline. Yes, so we have small orchard and we grew grapes and I made real wine, real wow, wine. It's wow. not like in bottles, you make, you make alcohol for yourself, for your family, and then you invite your friends. But I never invited my brother. If you don't get along with your brother, then why did you move so close to where your brother lives? What's, oh, what's the reasoning for moving there if, if you don't get along with him? Well, he rented this house for me. Uh, like a, that sounds like a, a fairly nice thing. Why, why don't you get along with him? Sounds, sounds like a good guy. Well, because our mom used to say it, our mother, she used to say, you, Andre, take care of your brother, he's an idiot. You're the idiot. Well, she called me like this. But you know, moms in Moldova, they always say different things about their kids, but they like them. But why did you, why are you angry at your brother if your mom was the one who said that about you? It, it doesn't seem like it's his fault. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm wondering where this animosity comes from. He is always too proud. He is bragging about his diploma. He is bragging about his invention. But you have your own diploma. I have my own diploma. So why does that matter? Well, he says he is a big inventor. He invents stuff. And I say, you're inventing only a broom for your restroom. I still don't understand, though, why such deep-seated animosity. So, okay, let's say he brags a little bit. But he's, he's renting you a house. You've got a house. It's an okay house. It's nicer than my house. It's much nicer than my house. And and then okay, so you're not you don't have to pay for that. He, he, I don't he, have to pay for that, but I owe him money. How? What, oh wait, he makes you pay rent? Yes, yes. I pay him, and he pay to this landlord or whatever. Yeah. What's what's the point of that? Why don't you just pay the landlord directly? Can I? That's normally how things go in the U.S., yeah. Well, my brother said you couldn't do it like this. Well, he could be taking, taking money from you then. Maybe you should, you should look into this. But I'm telling you about my family. You know, my mother, she was a sainthood woman. She used to say, Moldova is the motherland of all good people. All but my brother. Your mom said that about your brother, or you said no, that No, I about say you. about this. Okay. Because my mom, she was a holy woman. Mm. She was a serf, she was a literate peasant. She digs the earth to feed us. Yeah, she, she, she farmed her small plot of land under Romanians, under Germans, under Soviets. Where's your mom now? Oh, she is in heaven, I suppose. Oh, I'm sorry. When did that happen? Many, many years ago. That one she said to my older brother, Oh, you take care of your younger brother. He's an idiot. Do you ever go back and visit your family? 
all my family is here. I married, I married my wife here. I made some children here. And now, and now they say, Dad, you're stupid. Why, why, why did they say that? Where does the tension come from in the house? I don't know. They want everything. They want their iPhones, iPods, iPads. I don't know what it is. In the old country, we used to go to the painful, put a coin, two copies, and we call. And that's it. And they're sitting in with their phones and looking at their phones. That's more of a computer now for, for kids. Do you, do you have a computer? Do you use a computer at home? I don't have a computer. Why should I need a computer? I drive truck. I teach language. At least I used to teach language. Why do I need a computer? Do you, do you teach language anywhere here in the United States? Do you, do you teach? No, no. I try to teach my children. I told them about Moldova, about our wonderful literature. And you know what? They don't read literature at all. So uh, is your wife Moldovan too? Does she speak Mold Moldovan? Oh, she is Moldovan. Yes, she oh, okay. is Moldovan. Okay. She, she speaks Russian and she speaks Moldovan and we, we speak Russian. Oh, she so speaks Russian too? Oh, yeah, we were under communists all the time. Why have you thought about teaching Russian uh, as a career since you, since you are a, a professor, you say? You I don't teach. like this, Russian. They occupied our country all the time. I speak exclusively Moldovian, unless I speak with my wife and I speak Russian. And I speak to my kids, but they don't understand me. Do you speak in Moldovan when you speak to your brother? Oh, we don't speak to each other for 20 years or something. Do you know how to say, just for fun, how would you say uh, talking toothbrushes in Moldovan? Or Russian? Do you, could you say it in Russian? Could you toothbrushes? Speak, you speak that more, more frequently. Shotki. Shotki. Talking toothbrushes? Uh... Oh, hey. I may have to wait. I change in the change. The, I don't. I don't. I, I change the name, but I don't think I could say that. I don't think I could. I, you can say it. I can teach you. Okay. Short key. Short. Short key. Short key. Short key. Short key. Short key. Like you're puking. Short key. Short. Short key. Short key. No, not no R, no R. Shotki. Shotki. Oh, that's good. That's shotki. good. Okay, okay. That's good. Okay. So shotki means brush. Brush? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And talking is говорят. 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 You don't understand simple Russian. You're as dumb with it as my students back in Moldova. Hey, that's right. that was the first. This is the first time I tried talking Russian. This is, you're... I'm kidding. I'm okay. kidding. <laughs> you're a good neighbor. Just be sure to mow my lawn. You have my mower. I let you borrow my mower. You can mow your lawn. I will let you to borrow it back. You can give it back after you mow your own lawn. I'm no. a good neighbor. I let you borrow it. I'll, let, I'll even let you use no, it. No, you move it. You move it, you move it over my lawn, brr, brr, and then you turn it back to me. Yeah, 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 okay. You know what? It's minty. So you like the paste? It is kind of fresh. It's just the basic. It's just the basic flavor. 
Just the, the basic mint flavor. I like basics. You know, yeah. when I go to a restaurant, I never order something very complex. Okay, so let's get into the, some of the details here. I, I thought I thought the bristles were a little a little stiff. They're, they're marketed as soft. We've got a 460 rating on this. Um, they describe, again, outer bristles, clean the tooth the uh, and the surface, and then they also massage the do- your gums. Um, but then the raised center dome trim bristles help get them below the gum line. I gotta say, for a soft-rated brush, this seemed pretty stiff. I mean, they're they're pretty. I'd almost give this a medium rating if those were more common. How'd you feel about them? It should be stiff. I think that people are too soft nowadays. But it should be stiff and hard. But but why wouldn't you then just buy a, a hard or a firm bristled brush? Why why should a soft bristle brush be firm? What's the value in that? Because you gave it to me for free. No, I know, but I'm saying we're here talking about the description of soft. Do you, you think it should be hard? You liked you liked the texture of the brush? I like, the, the I bristles? like it hard. You liked it good? Okay. So just be clear out there if you're going to be purchasing this brush that it is a little bit harder than the normally labeled soft bristles. Um, and it, it should be hard. It should not be soft. Things are too soft nowadays. That's why this country goes into dump. Okay, okay. Uh, what did you think about the grip? Earlier you were, you were concerned about the size of the brush in your, in the, as you said, you know, the, the, the big hands. How did this feel? How this feel when you actually were brushing, you did the full, the full treatment? How did it turn out? It was okay. It was a little too short for workman hands. And, you know, I was a professor in Moldova, but I have big hands. Because you have like an orchard, like a garden, and you have to work. I graduated from Technicum. What uh, did you think about the... Because you, you talk about the length. We talked about the length of the brush being too small for your hands. What do you think about the ergonomic grip, the pivot point where the thumb went? How'd that work for you? And the, the tensile, the, the bending, the flexibility. How, how'd that feel for you? Was it comfortable? It was okay. It was okay. But I'm telling you, for a workman's hand, it needs to be just bigger. In the end, okay, this is the the gum super tip. Got a 460 made by Sunstar Soft Bristles. Just to give a quick summary of of tonight's uh, brush, we believed uh, that the the or we felt that the soft bristle description was uh, a little inaccurate. It's actually a medium, maybe bordering on firm brush. It's a, it's a pretty strong brush. But if you're looking for something in the medium range. It's pretty good. Uh, Petro, he really seemed to seemed to like the tension of the brush. The size of the brush was a concern for him, but honestly, it's pretty standard for most American brushes. So unless you're really uh, looking for some some detailed distance in, in size, it's not going to make too much of a difference. Uh, the bristles on the gums, yeah. I, did you feel much on that? I mean, did it seem like especially good for? For, for reaching the gums, it says here it's supposed to be good for uh, periodontal diseases. Yeah, I, uh, okay. Um, yeah, so in the end, what, what would you give this brush out of five stars? How do you feel about it? Well, I will give it two stars, but since I got it for free, I will give it three stars. Three stars? Is three that, stars. Is that a, pun? That's a pun? What is pun? A joke? No, it's not a joke. 
Oh, three stars. Three stars, oh, like one, oh, two, okay. and three. Oh, okay, I thought it was three, three stars. I thought, I thought you were just trying to ham it up some more. I wasn't sure. Okay. No. Uh, well, I uh, thank you for coming over. I hope you you had fun here on this podcast. So, neighbor, just tell me one thing. It, yeah, what, what is it? Why are you talking about toothbrushes all night long? Well, the idea is, as I figure, uh, dental health is a big issue today in in America. Uh, a lot of a lot of people. It's very expensive if you don't take care of your teeth. Dental care, insurance, everything's oh, really expensive. expensive. Really you know, expensive. This Jew, Doctor Yosef. Oh, he takes all of my money. But I think he does good work. He does good work. He pulls the teeth one and two, and he pulls it. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I've been there myself. I like I like his work. He's a, he's a, he's a real good professional. Um, okay. But I don't think he is licensed to practice. No, I, I'm pretty sure he is. I've I've seen the the, the, the so? diploma. Yeah. Because I figure the American public dental health is really important. It's expensive, but it's important. Kids aren't brushing their teeth nowadays. Have you noticed that? It's not. It's not. A, it's really oh, they're hard. They're not doing anything. They're sitting and standing in their yeah. screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the diet, the diet they've got is is absolutely terrible. It's just it, it rots the teeth. It rots the teeth. So I figure here's the deal: Americans, we, we don't have the money, but we need we need as a country to start taking better care of our teeth. What do we do? We need better informed decisions. So I thought I'd do my small part, and I thought. Here's the deal. Got a lot of toothbrushes. I went to the store. I went. To, have you been to the grocery store lately? Have you been to a drugstore? Yes, I go. I drive there. Yeah, and you see hundreds of these brushes. Hundreds. Yes, I get the cheapest one. Yeah, but see, not everybody is the cheapest. And this the best. Josef, the doctor, he also gets the cheapest one, and he gives it to me like, oh ho ho. W- what does this mean? Oh ho ho. Oh, like it's a big deal. Oh, he pulled my teeth. I paid him $200, and he gives me a $1.50 toothbrush. Well, here's the deal. How about next time you come on the show, you bring that brush, and we review it. Let's talk about it. Well, imagine, I will come home now and say, I was talking with my neighbor about toothbrushes. She will say, are you nuts? No, but you, she can listen to the podcast and see what it's all about, because... The, the point of this here is, is we want America's bill to make informed decisions, get the right brush for the right money for your family. Each family, if you want to emphasize gum health, let's say, if you have that uh, genetic predisposition to gingivitis, you need to know what's the right brush to go. You don't have time to try out every brush. What I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to provide a small service. I'm not going to change the world. And this this world is just one podcast. lots of changes. Yeah, but and it's small, small bits. You, you, what do you do? You you try to educate people about your country. You try to teach others so we know more about around the world. That's great. You drive. You help add this to the community. You drive people around. You're, you're, uh, you're like the uh, the wheels of our society. We need this, you know, to function. I'm like a hamster in the wheel, what I can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, hey, hey, you do great work. You do great work. So I'm just trying to contribute one small thing. You know, life's been good to me. This country's been good to me. okay. This country has been good to me too, but it's too cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, wait till summer. Wait till summer. This guy. Let you me tell listeners. In summer, it's just too hot. That's why I was going to tell the listeners. I was just going. I was just going to tell the listeners. Every summer he says that. It's too cold. It's too hot. Every day I walk out. I go. I go to work. I'm walking out to my car, and I, I hear it. So, anyways, it's it has been it has been great having you over. I, I thank you for uh, trying this experiment. I hope it was uh, it was okay. 
Will you call my wife and say I was talking with you about toothbrushes? Because she won't believe me. <laughs> and she won't listen to me. You know what? She doesn't listen to her own mother. I will email her a copy of the podcast and she can check it out. She doesn't have email. I will go over there and I'll play it on the phone for her to hear. I'll, I'll go over. I'll bring, I'll bring a nice bottle of wine for the family. And, and I'll play that for you. That's my wife calling. That's my wife. Oh, I better run. I better run.